it's time once again for a Husker Doc Talk Ticket Express podcast. I'm your host, Travis Justice. Joined once again by former Nebraska All-American. You know him as the doctor. Dr. Rob Zadiska. What's up, Doc? How are you doing tonight? Anything yeah. interesting in the fo- basketball world? I almost said football world. Well, you know, I was, was going to tell you, does anybody really care about basketball? I mean, we're back to what we need to be talking about, and we're talking spring about football. football. That's right. It's all about spring football, brother. <laughs> you know, it's, it's sport. of course, if you've been looking for the Ticket Express uh, radio show, Doc Talk radio show on 1620 The Zone in Omaha that takes place on Friday nights from 6 o'clock to 7. You probably noticed, well, it wasn't there last week, and it's not going to be there this week because we had to make room for the NCAA tournament. We will be back a week from Friday. A week from Friday, we'll be back on the air on 1620 The Zone in Omaha with the Ticket Express Doc Talk radio show from 6 o'clock until 7 o'clock. And, and Rob, I was thinking about you, and we'll, and we'll get to the NCAA basketball tournament, but I, I do want to bring up spring football because the Huskers are on spring break right now. And, and I'm trying to remember when I was working in television and when you were playing, did you take off for spring break during the middle of, of spring football? You know, as soon as you started that train of conversation right there, I started thinking, I know exactly you're, I, I knew you were going to ask me that. I can't remember. I truly can't. You know what? I actually think the, at, at least at that time, we always, it seemed like we always had spring practice that always either started right before or right after spring break. Yeah. It's a, I, I do not recall spring break ever falling during spring practice. I think we always started it right after. And, and, and now put yourself in this kind of situation. Well, you're different because you're a freak of nature because you're you're a Mr. Goody Two-Shoes. You never got in trouble. You, you never did anything like that. But I, I'm also I thinking... Never got caught. <laughs> I never got caught. What's the worst <laughs> thing you ever did in college? Seriously, what's the worst thing? Now, now that you're out, you've been out 20-some years, what's the worst thing you ever did? No comment. Come on. Smoke a oh, I, once, I, I, I might have sipped a beer prior to the age of 21. Smoke a little weed? I have never. You know what? The only time that marijuana has entered my system is I'm sure it was probably at secondhand at a concert somewhere. So you never, I, I, I have never willfully smoked marijuana. So you never smoked weed? You don't seem like the type to do blow. Tend to avoid that. The, the whole blow smack thing, I tend to stay away from that. <laughs> so so I, I'm looking at this going from, from, from an aspect of two things. If I'm an athlete and I'm in the middle of, of spring drills, I've gone through winter conditioning, I'm into spring drills, and all of a sudden, boom, spring, spring break comes up. And I don't have practice. I probably don't have uh, access to the facilities. Everything's kind of locked up. So I'm going to go party away. Would that throw your, your mojo off? During right in the middle of spring practice? Oh, not at all, because, I mean, we're drinking heavily all year long anyway, so it's really <laughs> not that big of a deal. Now, you know, you know I'm joking. Uh, I would think it probably would, which is why I find it odd that they have spring break during spring football. That, that, that kind of seems sort of odd to me when I sit here and try and mull that over, because as I sit here thinking about it, now I do recall, because we always did spring football – Played the spring game, 
the very next week was almost always dead week. And then the following week was finals week. And then you were off for the summer. So it always seemed like spring football, I don't know, for lack of a better phraseology, came later in the year. I don't recall them doing spring break this early in the year. And I, think Which, it, I guess another question I would have, when is the NFL draft? Can you give me the date of that? God, I, you know, I don't even have the time. They, they've moved it back. It seems like it's been it's forever till the, uh, to, to the draft. Well, you know, I, see, I, think, I don't think that date has changed. As I recall, it, it was always towards the end of April. I mean, it never, it always seemed like it was a few weeks after the NC2A basketball tournament because I always remember the NFL draft almost always seemed to be that weekend following the spring game. Yeah. But I think they, but I always thought they did that by design. So you kind of packed everything in there right at the very end. But we always did spring break and then went into spring practice. And I think the, the, the draft was actually that weekend spring game was always on a Saturday and then they always had uh, the draft that Saturday and Sunday. It wasn't one of these five day affairs that the NFL draft is now where you do the first round one night, second round the next. You just didn't do that. I mean, they, they knocked it out in two days. Well, this year's NFL draft is Thursday, May 8th through Saturday, May 10th. So that's and pushed it, back. And that's how they've done it for a couple years now, I believe. I know they've started it on Thursday night. They've they've tried turning it into a primetime event with the NFL Network. But you're right. It what used I, to be in April, but now it's in May. What's that? It used to be in April, but now it's in May. And that's why it seems like forever till the draft gotcha. takes place. Well, I just all, – all I remember is we had spring break, spring football, spring game draft, dead week finals week, and then it was summer which was basically kind of a moot point because I stayed in town over the summer and took summer school classes so I could actually graduate on time. And you kept lifting weights and running, so it wasn't like it was ever much of a summer vacation. So, you know, so as an athlete, I don't – and I'm not an athlete. You are. You, you, and you like the way you did it to where you went on spring break, came back, had spring practice, and then went through everything else. You wouldn't have liked the let's practice for a couple of weeks – have spring break, then come back and practice a couple of weeks? Not at all. I, I, I really think it'd kind of get you out of your groove. You know, and it's not that physically arduous. I mean, it, it, you're practicing, but you're practicing every other day or so because they would always pack in. I think it's 15 practices they're allowed, and they would always spread it out over about a month. But the thing is, though, it's, it, it's hard enough that you do get in just enough of a groove. You've, you've been doing these really hard winter conditioning workouts that if all of a sudden you just up and take four, five, six days off and go hit, I, I don't know, Panama Beach or whatever, it, it's going to kind of throw you off. You're not going to feel all that great. You're not going to look all that good for those first few days you get back. Well, you bring up a good point because there are some people who are – who are you know working out? Who are who didn't go on spring break? Are going to stick to it? But there's somebody sitting there in Panama Beach. There's somebody down at South Padre Island that's going to come back out of shape and 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 have to basically start all over again. Maybe not all over, but they'll be a little winded, should we say? But another aspect: if you're Bo Pelini, how scared are you to send somebody off on spring break? not knowing where they're going, what's going to happen, and, and worried that somebody's going to get in trouble? Well, I mean, no more so than you would be for any other time of the year. I mean, if, if somebody goes and does it 
if spring breaks halfway through spring football or spring foot or if spring break happens nowhere near spring football, that's still something you're going to be worried about as a coach. No, I, I, I get that, but if but, you're going to you get, mean just in general, well, no, if you're going to get in trouble, you know, you can get in trouble in Lincoln and you hope your teammates have your back to, to pull you out of a situation or you, 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 you think you think better when you're closer to home. All of a sudden you're like, Okay, let's go to let's go to South Padre. You what know? happens in South Padre stays in yeah. South Padre. So, you know, so because players now are pretty much in Lincoln, you know, all year round, right? I mean, even during the summer, you're kind of expected to be there and go through the vast, some, some well, vast majority. And that was the same way it was when I was in school. I mean, you maybe had a small handful of guys who would go home during the summer, or at least would go home for stretches at a time. Truth be told, though, I mean, the vast majority of guys uh, stayed in town all summer, especially the guys that you would normally think of as kind of the bigger name players, the starters. Those guys all would stay in town essentially year-round. I mean, Easter break, Christmas break, that kind of stuff. Well, Christmas break didn't exist. We we called that the bowl game. So – but you always had a little bit of a semester break after the bowl game that guys would go home. But, I mean, we're talking tops a week or two here, a week or two there, and that was it. Other, otherwise, most of the guys who knew they were going to be playing tended to stick pretty darn close to Lincoln and w- would keep working out no matter what time of year it was. Maybe it's Maybe. better if these guys do get out, get in trouble that they, they get in trouble away from Lincoln because th- that way nobody really finds out about it. You get an MIP <laughs> in South Padre or you do you know public indecency in South Padre, nobody ever finds out. Is that even a crime in South Padre? I've, Have you ever been to South Padre? I've never been to South Padre. Did you ever go on spring break? You, you know like, what? Like, 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 a, like classically what people think of spring break. The answer to that is no, because I was so um, motivated by working and impressing people in the broadcasting business, I would give up my spring breaks to work the boys' or girls' state basketball tournaments, thinking that was the greatest assignment I was ever going to get in my life. And if I didn't take advantage of it and, to, and do that during my internship, that I would not be able to further my career. Looking back, it was one of the dumbest things I ever did, because now I realize how dumb the boys' and girls' state basketball tournaments are to cover, that there's more to cover and there's more to life. I never went on a spring break. I graduated college in three and a half years because I hated college. I wanted to get a real job. And before you know it, I was in Wausau, Wisconsin, and the rest is history. Now I'm here doing a podcast with you. (laughs) (laughs) So, no, did you ever do the the true spring break trip? No, not really. Yeah, I mean. In a a combination was football, which, you know what, that was the thing. A lot of guys in Lincoln would stay in town and – would really hit the track, hit, hit the weight room during that week in spring break because you knew you had spring practice coming up as soon as you got back into town and you wanted to be in shape for that. I mean, I weekend trip here or there, but other than that, I can't say I did either. Here's the other thing, too. My wife, she and I were dating pretty much the whole time we were in college. It's not like I'm going to go down to spring break and – start hitting, taking hits off a beer bong with a bunch of college co-eds from some school in Texas. So you never wanted to get any strange is what you're saying? I'm a good guy. <laughs> Man, that's harsh, dude. I'm, I'm telling Anjanette that. She would slap me upside the head. That was, <laughs> that was my problem during college. I, I, I got a little strange every now and then. Yeah. But, uh, you know. 
You disappoint me, Travis. Hey, but look how it's worked out. I've been married 21 years now, right? I got four great kids. I'm getting ready to send my first off to college. In New Orleans. New Orleans, Louisiana. Where no partying ever takes place, ever. <laughs> she, it, It's funny. If it's it, not a party, it's a hurricane. We'll, we'll get back to the sports talk because I, I think you'll find this story interesting. She, she's picking out her dorm now, and they actually have a... Uh, like community dorms, if you want to participate. One is a leadership uh, dorm. One is a service dorm. One is an honors dorm. And one is a drug and alcohol-free dorm. And I said, don't you dare sign up for that. <laughs> she looks at me. She goes, what? I go, you're going to New Orleans. Don't ever promise that you're not going to drink. And she looked at me. She goes, okay. She goes, so I can drink? I said, I'm just assuming you're going to drink when you get to college. I'm not going to sit here and, and hover over you and ask what you're doing, but don't sign up for a dorm that says you can't drink because... Uh, so they you, take a... Is it that you take a pledge not to or just none's allowed? You take a pledge... Well, none's allowed on the floor and then... Or in the dorm. They have nuns on the floor? No. Well, it's a Catholic school, but no, no, no nuns on the floor. But none is allowed on the floor and you do take a pledge because when, I, when we were taking the tour, I asked the... You know, I was being the the courteous, nice, uh, you know, concerned father when I said, "Excuse me, is this a dry campus?" And they said, "This is New Orleans." <laughs> 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 and I took that. Okay, that would be an absolute uh, no. There, yeah, dry there means you're restricted <laughs> to just beer and wine. So yeah, so uh, my mine's getting shipped off to New Orleans, but uh, the Huskers will be back from spring break. They'll pick up practice on the thirty first, and then of course the spring game coming up uh, the second weekend of April. So that should be uh, we'll be following that. We'll be talking a lot more about that uh, in, in the next couple of weeks. Not only here on the Husker Doc Talk podcast, brought to you by Ticket Express, but the Doc Talk Radio Show, brought to you by Ticket Express on sixteen twenty the Zone in Omaha on Friday nights from six o'clock to seven o'clock. How how are your brackets doing the NCAA tournament? Like everybody else is absolutely shattered by Mercer. By Mercer, yeah. Where is Mercer? Do you know where Mercer's at? It's in Macon, Georgia, I believe. Macon, Georgia. Um, you know, let uh, you know, we 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 didn't get to talk much. We didn't. This is the first time we've talked about the Nebraska basketball game, uh, getting beat by Baylor in, in the first round, and of course Baylor went on to destroy Creighton by thirty. Uh, the the Bears hitting hitting their stride at the right time got all the way to the Big Twelve championship game, you know I know it didn't go the way people wanted I, I took a little beating because I I wasn't always on board with the the Tim Miles getting kicked out bit and here's the deal he he had every right to argue the call um, the the referee was wrong I'm not dis I'm not disagreeing with that but when you have one technical foul on you already and you find yourself at half court that far off the the the, the coach's box you're asking for bad things to happen. You are, whether it's right it or wrong. Is. You know what? And I, I understand Miles' explanation that he was merely trying to absolutely clarify. And I, and I get that. I, you know, on the flip side, though, you know, his players know for a fact that he's got their back. That it's kind of like when Bo Pelini blows up on the sidelines. It seems like it pisses off everybody except the players. It, but and the players understand that he's doing that because he supports them, and, and I think Tim Miles felt like he was justified in doing what he was doing. Yeah, I, I, I get your argument though that you've already got a technical. There's there's some stuff that no matter what, you've got to let it slide. And and, and referees, they're not perfect. They're not human. I'm not going to defend them, 
because they have egos. And what and once they make a decision, it's hard for them to take it back and say they're wrong because they don't want to admit they're wrong. Um, a lot on national TV. Do you think? And I know the the Huskers made a late a late rally. Do you think? And I know we're rehashing stuff that's about about a week old. But I I I don't think it really made that big of a a difference in the outcome of the game. Baylor was going to win that game. I agree. I think they're <laughs> well. I I sent you a couple of messages. I think it was you clear re- that they were going to beat Creighton too, and they did handily. They did, I, which I still think Creighton was a better team at the end than Nebraska was. I know there was, a, you're talking about a 30-point loss versus a 14-point loss, but, you know, you always make the point about matchups yep. and just going into that game. And Baylor was just a not a good matchup for Creighton. It's one of those things where, is Creighton that bad? No, not at all. They're, they're really a good team. It's just... Baylor is a it's a bad matchup. It's kind of like Creighton and Villanova. Is Villanova nearly a combined fifty point worse team than Creighton? And no. it's no, they're not. It's just you know what those teams. It's just it's a bad matchup for Villanova. They just don't match up well with Creighton. They're not a bad team by any means. I mean, they're they're a great team. You know, the expectation level has now changed. And did it happen too soon? Because Tim Miles now... For Nebraska, you mean? Yes, for, for Nebraska, because now Tim Miles finds himself... Uh, he has to get to the NCAA tournament next year and the year after because that is what people expect. Well, with, what is it, a junior, three sophomores, and a freshman, yeah. Yeah. That's, it's, which... You know, that's the one thing I'd be worried about because there was a lot of games that Nebraska won, and they won them because of very much a workmanship-like attitude and effort. I mean, it was just guts, and you worry about them losing that. And it's one of those things, for them to continue winning, they've got to keep playing. I mean, they've got to be the get-on-your-belly-and-crawl-around-in-the-dirt kind of team, And they, but that's how they won games this year, and they've got to keep doing that. They're not going to out-talent a lot of people yet. Now, I'm not saying some of these guys like Petaway and Shields aren't talented. I think they're hugely talented. If anything, maybe a little bit underrated in that department. But there's a lot of games they, they won because of work ethic and, and their ability to go Benny Parker diving after balls along the baseline. Here's the deal. They need a big guy. They need a good big guy. And, and they're not going to take teams by surprise next year. So instead of you know maybe getting looked past, uh, you're going to have teams looking out for you. And, and that's where the situations change. Uh, Tim Miles did a great job. Um, it, the, just the expectation level has changed in a short amount of time, and you've got to keep feeding the beast. And the beast wants to go to the NCAA tournament, and the beast wants an NCAA tournament win. And that's what you're going to be. But I can see it happening now. Absolutely. Uh, you can see it, it happening. But, but You know, if this was Nebraska, they were still playing at the Devaney Center, I, I'd be I'd be a little more worried about it. When you look at the facilities, I think their ability to recruit is going to take tick up a couple of notches here. Their abilities to maybe pick up another petaway type transfer is going to go up a couple of notches here. I, I, I think the opportunity's there, and I think it's going to get better over the next couple of years for them. He's they Dr. still got to get down on their bellies and work their butts off, though. He's Dr. Rob Zadiska. He's always full of insight. We're going to be back next week with another Ticket Express Husker Doc Talk podcast. We're also going to be back on the air on 1620 The Zone Friday nights at 6 o'clock. 
We go all the way up to 7 o'clock with the Ticket Express Doc Talk radio show. Doc, always good talking to you, buddy. Travis, have a wonderful evening. Will, we'll talk to you next week on the Ticket Express Husker Doc Talk podcast.